healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Nearly a two-word review just said, shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the last minute. Welcome back, fellow music lovers. You are now tuned in to yet another exciting episode of Discologist. I'm your host, Kevin, as usual, coming to you live from a tiny shack in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So happy to have you here for, uh, well, happy Halloween, first of all. First and foremost, it is um, the most evil day of the year. I hope, you know, here we uh, celebrate a week early, had lots of kids come by. We, uh, it's one of our favorite things. Our cat, Samuel, in fact, became our cat on Halloween. It is his second birthday, so shout out to Samuel. Um, neither here nor there. I, I'm making small talk because you're about to have your soul crushed, people. We've talked a lot about, uh, important albums a lot about powerful albums a lot about albums that move you how they move you uh emotional uh just you know like the patrick watson that song here comes over just still continues to slay me but i don't know that we have talked about uh an album as crushing as clippings there existed an addiction to blood uh this three-piece features david diggs of Hamilton fame, so that's where you guys might know him, and it is, uh, it's one of the hardest listens that we've ever covered, uh, I'll just be up front with that, you'll hear us repeat that in the episode, but it is, it is a powerful statement on the state of being of color, uh, in the United States of America, full stop, that's it, that's the album, and it's going to put you through your paces, it's going to make you feel horror, it's going to make you feel like dying, running away, crying, screaming, all of that. And uh, the point is that that is only hinting at what existence is like for a lot of our fellow Americans, uh, mainly uh, due to, you know, some of the people we elect. So that's uh, the album we're talking about today. My friend Wes is going to be joining me to talk about it in a second. Before we get into that, though, I want to remind you that we are partnered with the Osiris Podcast Network. If you love music, and I know you do, then they are the place you need to go. OsirisPod.com has our show, Discologist, uh, has Dead to Me, a whole bunch of great shows all about music. They're growing in leaps and bounds every single day. They've got news, shows, videos, uh, I believe some live events coming up even. Uh, they are a pretty good source for this stuff. And uh, so if you're listening to this, I know you'll love them. And they are also partnered with Jambase.com. If you go to Jambase.com, all the news, all the everything you want to know about any jam band on the planet. They've been around for a long time. They used to not be uh, quite what they are now, but they are, uh, they are a monolith and uh, the premier outlet for all things jam band. So, so check out OsirisPod.com. Check out Jambase.com. Uh, with that, I think we will get into this episode, uh, and I mean this, this is not for the weak at heart, this is not for the squeamish, so, and more importantly, uh, nothing is safe, so here is the, the lead-off track from Clippings, There Existed an Addiction to Blood, Nothing is Safe.
everyone safe and sound. This is how family do. Only homies around. Everyone here is crew. Something foul in the air. Something feeling askew. Wind is in the pipes. It's that whistle calling for you. Don't holler, it's cool. Windows boarded and sealed. Doors are bolted and locked. Pride of cooking on pace. Weaponry fully stocked. Body sleeping in shifts. Other bodies keep watch. Bullets of an antibody cop running up in the spot. The pop, the pop, drop. The lights are drop low. Something shot from the trees. Went straight through the front door. Homie dropped to his knees. Blood seeping from his neck as he struggled to breathe. Wood and floors stained wet gets off the more that he bleeds. He leaves, believed it, and no one told me what was coming, but it creeping on the come up. Now it's right up in your face. Face it, let it resonate up in your bone a minute. When you shiver, make a sliver big enough for it to have a space. Ripped, life slipping away. Maybe you can make it out with just a little bit of grace, but it truly doesn't give a fuck about the fear you feel, and it is here to make you understand that nothing is safe. Nothing is, nothing is safe. Nothing is sacred. Nothing is safe. Nothing to pray for. Nothing is safe. Nothing is, nothing is. Cut the light and stay low. All is quiet and still. Peering through the window, staring over the field. Scent of death in the air. Nothing out there looks real. Close the homie's eyes. Now is not the time to be feeling really load up. Furniture, low walls, barricade you inside. Lose the lights in the hallways. Everyone gon' be fine. Phone that no one should call starts to ring in one time. All the homies eyes slide to it, then the ball split from the outside. The air rushes in, it's cold as fuck. Bullets slapping like hell. More homies struck down. The mission has failed. The wood is split. Splinter chandelier falls and smashes hard glass and steel everywhere. And every throat screams in protest. You all are dying. And really, will anyone care? Truth like death comes for everyone. Barely had to summon what was coming. It was creeping on a come up that was right up in your face. Face it, let it resonate up in your bone a minute. When you shiver, make it sliver big enough for it to have a space. Ripped, life, slipping away. Maybe you can make it out with just a little bit of grace. But it truly doesn't give a fuck about the thing you feel. And it is here to make you understand that nothing is safe. Nothing is, nothing is safe. Nothing is sacred. Nothing is safe. Nothing to pray for. Nothing is safe. Nothing is, nothing is. Death is coming for you, but you already knew that. There's a little bit of nothing is safe off of Clipping's new album, There Existed an Addiction to Blood. Uh, joining me right now, Mr. Wes Covey, who I think this uh, might have scared you a little bit. <laughs> um, you I know, think it might have. <laughs> yeah, it, this is this is for people who don't know Clipping. This is a band made up of uh, David Diggs, who you do know him because you're in the world and you know Hamilton. I believe he's a Tony winner. I could be wrong about yeah, that. I but think, yeah, yeah, but I didn't uh, actually realize that he was part of this group until looking it up. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, hang on. Yeah, yeah. And and, and the, the interesting thing about him is that his voice is like, especially if you've heard Hamilton or seen Hamilton, his voice is, it's unlike anything else. Like nobody sounds like David Diggs. He also made a great film called Blind Spotting, which I recommend people see. Uh, so to put it mildly, uh, this is one talented motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, he teamed up with William Hudson and uh, Jonathan Snipes, both, both producers, back in 2014, or actually 2012 when they started putting on EPs. And it's put out a series of albums uh, on Sub Pop now. This is their third on Sub Pop. That is a weird amalgam of uh, sort of hip-hop, for sure, is in there, uh, because that's his background, but also noise rock. Uh, there's sci-fi. They did a, a, a EP earlier in the year called The Deep, which is based on a short story. Uh, of an artist friend of theirs and it, it is uh to my mind 
intentionally and consistently some unsettling fucking music. Would you would you agree with that? I hadn't listened to anything before this album. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I can't comment. Like, you know, I had heard their name. Um, I had heard <clears throat> a little bit of talk around them. Um but I hadn't listened to anything, so I can't comment on any of the previous ones. That certainly is appropriate for this one. Um, <laughs> if yeah. there's even anything appropriate to say about this one. Well, it's, you know, what what they're trying to do is um, uh, two things, I think, in this band is celebrate that hip-hop isn't just about, uh, uh, to quote a line on this, gangster shit. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it, 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 people who create hip-hop are also capable of so many other things, and I think that gets lost, and I think that gets lost because of, a, honestly, a, a mostly, like, racist consumer-based. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, if you're going to take one genre, uh, <clears throat> if you, I think if you're going to take one genre that kind of, gets pigeonholed a little bit more for the artists these mm -hmm. days than probably any other i mean i guess maybe metal would be but like it's more common to hear a metal person like you know a metal player like putting out an acoustic album or you know doing something yeah. like that like i think yeah, that there yeah. is a lot of this expectation of like oh a rapper can only rap or you know a producer can only make beats you know isn't going to do these other things yeah and and on, on their like i said on the previous work you know they've they've toyed with themes but no, nothing ever this heavy this is yeah. explicitly uh, about the uh, the horror of being a person of color, whether that's black, brown, uh, whatever, like in today's America. There's no other way to see this album. There's no other way to hear this album. Uh, the title explicitly states it. Uh, there existed an addiction to blood. We as people are addicted to killing. Yeah. And we're killing, essentially, in America, like black people. Cops are killing black people. Everybody is. And... Uh, and and like uh, a recent review in Pitchfork hilariously missed that point <laughs> and didn't understand it. But that's actually not necessarily a original thought. But what is original here and what is astounding and what to me makes this easily the most important album of 2019 uh, to my ears is is how they don't just talk about it. And honestly, they don't talk about it explicitly a lot in this album. They, dem they they pull you into it in sound. Mm. This is an album made of tension. This is an album made of fear. This is an album that is is explicitly meant to make you feel uncomfortable and and eventually like fear for your life. To chase the pain away. Dealers rocking parkers with plenty pockets for product. The money harbors the logic and babies holler from colic. The symphony is tectonic. It shifts as the earth is settling. Precious metals are mined and a million minds have been meddling with time and the hopes of getting a golden noose for the neck. Golden goose from a fairy tale shitting Fabergé eggs. Here snitches shit bricks then quick to talk pig Latin. That black dark too slick for that kid tapping the window while looking over his shoulder. Stop looking over your shoulder. You're never caught from behind as long as you keep moving forward. They long for sleep like they mortal. These zombies but they got this portal in their minds and the molecules get rewired. Every trip they taken through time and they tripping nightly. The blacks of the eyes igniting. The pits in the backyard fighting. The cats in the trash can fighting. The feeling of guns peeling like and a telltale reeling of bodies losing a feeling and falling down and a ceiling is black from the smoke that's rising the scent is just so enticing descent is a small price for the right to live out your vices now turn the lights off they done shut the club down shut the club down shut the shut the club down and every night after the club it goes down plenty plenty more rounds bodies bodies on the ground on broadway or main street they all stumble out to a dozen pairs of hands pulling bottles from their mouths hotties hardly walk now everybody passed out in the backseat of the taxi so they never heard a sound is the city in the city and you only see one and it all looked pretty when it all begun 
But the shit has got to balance on a barrel of a gun All the money in the world ain't gonna stop none of that gangsta shit That gangsta shit The whole world loving that gangsta shit Can't change the shit, it's dangerous But it really ain't nothing to a gangsta Bitch, what you know about that? Don't act like a newbie, new D-boys Get jacked, what you need is a new jet swing And a new you know, food that, that is so horror show to borrow a term from clockwork orange yeah uh and, and you know even the refrain you know the gangster shit at the end you know quoting old school hip-hop it, it just it puts you in this frame of mind that you for once can understand the plight of people who aren't you yeah you know i hadn't <clears throat> until you just mentioned clockwork orange right now i hadn't made that connection but that's actually really mm -hmm. accurate there's something the world that is being portrayed within this album which both i mean you know l like many effective um <clears throat> i don't know pieces of art because um, it's definitely not just something that happens in music um mm -hmm. but this is definitely something that is about our world and also is not you know it is a slightly glorified slightly over the top version of what people are facing here uh, sometimes you have to go a little bit over the top in order to accurately portray sure. something you know so that's where the that kind of you know that funny balance comes in that i mean it's kind of like it's kind of like hunter thompson's writings for example like his yes. writings were over the top and ridiculous but they were able to be accurate in a way that more quote-unquote accurate writings were not and that's kind of what this album is doing obviously in a very different approach than thompson's work um burroughs too or burroughs yeah but yeah. yeah like th th showing you like oh Yo, you, you you can't get your mind around the horror right well here's this horrific beast yeah and i would definitely say i mean you know to your point about this album just being uh, you know about the experiences the terror or the fear of these people like there have been a lot of albums you and i have talked about a lot of albums on this show um that are portraying and representing the experience um of black and brown people in this country of women in this country um of black and brown women in this country you know <clears throat> um, yeah. all of these things and there has been such an incredible um collection of records that are talking about these subjects often very explicitly you know and a lot of the mm -hmm. really great albums that we've talked about um you know obviously lonnie Hall lonnie holly's album has come to mind with me a lot in this very similar very different yeah. ways but there are definitely some similarities um but some of those other ones that we've talked about you know if you take like a jamila woods or if you take um you know some of those other albums that we've discussed as being representative of this experience you know of expressing fear and um you know and hope and joy and all of that too like you know which is not in this yeah. album um there's not a whole lot of hope and joy no um, um and, and those those explore the, the more spiritual side of things too i mean yeah. lonnie holly makes you feel uncomfortable by making you feel the spirit yes, yes. and i think jamila to some extent does too this is you know th there is a case to be made there there i mean look there are vampires in this right but what is a vampire you know classically exactly. it's it, it, yeah. it, it's not a a, a creature of the night who sucks your blood it's right. a metaphor kid exactly and that's where i'm saying about like this is and is not our world it is more yeah. accurately our world by having vampires in it than it would be by just talking about the politicians and police yeah yeah and 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 the metaphor is is so deep in this and, and it's it explores so much of it like that track actually is followed up by this track prophecy that is just noise mm -hmm. it is it is and if you don't look at the track listing you don't understand that it's a separate track but it's right. just noise and it keeps going Mm -hmm. And it keeps going, and it keeps going, and it keeps going, and you know it keeps going for about uh, shit a minute eleven. Yeah, and at the end of it, you feel sick. Right, like it it will give you a panic. 
and and it it doesn't like it's you, you need to listen to, to understand that type of thing but i think to your point too like there are solid moments on this uh the song he dead you got to be cautious before they destroy ya don't let them get close they're screaming a murder you got to be cautious before they destroy ya can you feel it everywhere? Oh, he did. 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 How fast can them bare feet run? The answer is barely, isn't it? But you can't stop for the pain. Pop another oxy, swallow and hit the bricks. Follow the plan, you know all the tricks. Fire escape to the roof. Stay low, stay low, stay low. When they screaming out murder, they looking for you. They always looking for you. Why the fuck they always looking for you? Surely somebody must live without stiffness. Ice in the spine, got you been running, so gotta keep running. So so-and-so told you about so-and-so's cousin, they got him. And there wasn't nothing left for her to identify. Disappeared in the blink of an eyeball. Bounce man, bounce man. Oh, he dead. Lost and found, man. Oh, he dead. Used to be this girl around the way. Oh, she dead. Looked up to God and you pray. Oh, he dead. Oh, she dead. What they say? You got loose. Do not stop. Do not dwell. The On way the fool, Ed Balloon, who if you haven't heard his album, his album now, uh, it's fantastic. He's uh, on uh, Death Bomb out of Los Angeles. And his intonation, you know, it's this conversation going on. And then the guy's just like, oh, he dead. Yeah. He dead. He did. And it's just such a subtle comment. You know, there's no like there's no grief in that. There's no like, oh, I am sorry to inform you that your friend has passed away. Like, you know, it's just. Well, yeah. this person. Oh, he did. Death by any means has has become acceptable. Right. Well, yeah, it's casual. Exactly. Like that that kind of shock. Like, I mean, you know, that's representative of such a dark thing in our culture right now of, Mm -hmm. um whether it's another mass shooting or if it's another, um, you know, horrible uh, weather-related event. Like, you know, we just – we're at the point where we're starting to just see it as another headline, and that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's horrifying. But, I mean, it's also – even before that, like, just in the black culture, mm-hmm. you know, for as many people, human beings who have been killed by cops, black human beings – being killed by cops that we are say their name imagine the hundreds if not thousands that we don't know about exactly and yeah. and then the thousands that came before that that were lynched right uh the the history of death in this culture at the hands of white americans for the most part yeah. And at a time period where, like, being added to the list of things that black people apparently can't do without being killed is now sitting in your home playing video games, like, in your bedroom. Yeah. And apparently you can now get killed for that. Like, this this album comes at a time wherein that's the situation faced by a lot of people in this country. Yeah, and, and so all these songs are dealing with this. There's um, Run For Your Life. Essentially, you know, the cops or maybe a vampire is coming. It's it's unclear. But I think I think the single for this is really the linchpin of this. It comes late in the album. It uh, it it is David Diggs. I think most his his most potent statement about this. And I think what you're supposed to take about this. I want to play a little bit 
of Blood of the Fang right now because uh, holy shit, what a motherfucker would track. But this is this is what this album is all about. If we're trying to figure it out. Drink it up. Fifty years about enough. Time to come back. They wanna call the bluff. Okay then, time to come back. What up? Hail King Huey, do it for fluid, you knew it was moving forever. Stupid, the truth is the movement was really too clever. Who is the newest to do it, pursuing a useless, polluted agenda? Too long to get they bullshit together. 50 years bad enough. Patient, gave him a two-year grace. 6-6 six, six came, then they saw the true face. Black on black on black, irate. Had them all running scared straight out the gate. Skin do show you who kin, that's it though. What's inside, never been too simple. Syrup, he sip cause he can't taste his own. Drink it up, drink it up. You belong in every milliliter up. They tried to take out every military leader, but you was born to be a martyr, and that doesn't mean a thing because that body really me. Fill it up. Your history is one you might consider killing for. This ain't the shit they taught you when you went to kindergarten. What you need to know is in the Queen Angela done told y'all. Grasp at the root. So what y'all talking about? Hands up, don't shoot. Look back. Blood on the ground. Look straight. They still shooting. Jump back. Still here. Now what that take about death? Death ain't shit. You got to drink it up, drink it up. In the sky, if you ready, dice are open like confetti. They thought you was playing, no, really, the game was more training than finna be. And much of it blues, time to fly, cause you know time fickle. So cold, finna snow, swing a icicle. Taking out a police or a politician, issuing a statement saying, turn it on a dime, make it cynical. And it ain't just money, B, this ain't honey, sweet, but it's funny to think of them wanting to speak when this pain is deep and ingrained in. Drink it up, dress it down, queen shit, wear the crown, king shit, wear the wounds, new blood in the wombs, loose loose, clear the tombs, bubble goose, suede shoes, looking like a who's who with the dead, come back, bust ahead, run track to the red, black suit, black hair, black wings, black stare, black over the button up, bruh, acting a fool with just acting, you knew about adapting since you started tapping, and in the dark, flapping the full moon, asking if you knew the passion that grew on a mask, because they were never seeking the basics, Geronimo, Eric, and Gregory with their faces, and every book record of CD even made the MP3s laced with, brother Malcolm done told y'all, by any means, so what y'all talking about? All on the same team. Look back. Blood on the ground. Much like Look Jamil, he's naming these heroes of Black Folk. Um, but the heroes he's naming all were fighting for revolution. And he's just simply pointing out that there's there's just blood on the ground. Mm-hmm. What What are we doing about it? It's the most direct, uh, and honestly, I was shocked to hear it come from him because I haven't heard him, this like revolutionary uh, type, you know what? We're getting killed. It's time to fight back. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you all doing? And uh, it's the only point on this album where that anger comes through, and it's the closest they come through. They don't, they, they intentionally, as a band, do not talk in first person, and it's the only point in their career, honestly, I think, that you've almost got up to the point where like, oh, this is actually just David Diggs talking. Mm-hmm. This is them talking to that. Uh, and it's fascinating. And, it, you know, the video is is powerful. It mixes, uh, you know, Wu-Tang, which mm-hmm. he, like, Kung Fu, but he ends up eating a machine gun. Uh, this is, this type of stuff is not, uh, we don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is this is high art. This is this is people thinking about the culture and 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 plugging into it and then 
putting it back out and and giving us the warnings we need and 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 sometimes just pointing out the obvious mm-hmm. that maybe we forgot about it is it is a hell of a way to end not just 2019 but this decade especially considering where we yeah. have ended up uh but i also don't think that like it, th- there's no way this couldn't exist mm-hmm. this is the this is the album where we said you know all this shitty timeline is going to create great art. Yeah, this is this is the great art. This album in particular. Yeah, I mean, we're we're seeing a lot of different forms of great art in reaction to a lot of these different things that are happening. Um, mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> I was actually really interested when we talked about Patrick Watson the other day that you brought up this album as being at all similar because obviously the sounds mm-hmm. are very different. You know, you're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've well, got but... two albums that are expressing very deep emotion. Um, to put it mildly, you know, for each of them, but you couldn't have them sound very different. And yet, like the more time I've spent with clipping, like there is a certain tie there somehow. Um, and I just think, you know, we are seeing such remarkable works of art, um, being produced in so many different ways right now about so many different topical subjects, um, this one definitely hits in a different way. You know, as I said, I think Lonnie Holly's myth is probably the closest in some ways um, in terms of just like that kind of feeling of dread and um, mm-hmm. terror that this one is getting across. But this is in a very, very different way. Um, one of the albums or, or, you know, one of one of the artists, I guess I would say that I've been thinking a lot um, about mostly just because for. You know, for my generation, um, you know, our generation, though, you've got a couple years on me, um, the like, you know, great paranoid terror hip hop mm-hmm. albums um, were really, to my mind, made by Tricky. Um, it's particularly pre premillennium tension, um, Max and K. You know, those albums sure. were when they came out, kind of just this like, whoa, like you know, pre-millennial tension, like it says it right there, you know, this paranoia of this time period that was so well wrapped up in the sounds of that album. Um, and, and you know, I mean, th- those are intense records, um, but this is on an entirely different level, you know, and I, I, it's an interesting thing. I've been reflecting a little bit, like the difference between paranoia, which may or may not be tied to a specific type of fear, um, you know, and I think yeah. that's kind of what Tricky was tapping into at that time period. There was a lot of fairly vague fears that we were feeling um, at that time. Um, and now it's become so much more specific. Um, and that's something that, you know, this album is a little bit more like tied in in some ways to that specificity. It, it is. And it, it is more physical. I think I think that's the difference is, yeah. is that and and I think it's essential. I think I think it was it was Ta-Nehisi Coates or Ta-Nehisi. Tanasi uh, is my understanding. Yeah, yeah. Um, writing about the destruction of the body. Yes. Specifically yeah, was, the black. Yep, yep, exactly. Specifically the black Exactly body. those comments. Like these people and, want to destroy my black body. And and this is describing the destruction of the black body. Yeah. And the fear that the, 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 in the, detail. that the being that is inhabiting that body is feeling as a result of that. Yeah. In like, I, I believe it's story seven. Um so somebody is literally like ripped apart and, and left, uh, you know, teeth and bone on there uh, and, and found by somebody. It's it's disgusting, but it is like the extreme of it, we've gotten to the point, and we said this earlier, where just telling you, the listener, that this is destroying people, destroying bodies. Mm-hmm isn't good enough 
That's horrific. That's sad. Yeah. This shouldn't have to exist. Uh, but that it does means that there's still fight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. It's, yeah, I mean, your comment that this shouldn't have to exist, like it's... No, it should It's a horrific reality that leads to this kind of art. Yeah. Um, plain and simple. And, um, you know, we are... I think very aware of a lot of those things. Uh, this mm -hmm. is not an album that is necessarily needed to tell us what's happening in the world. You know, you think about like Phil Oaks and his like all the news that's fit to sing statement, which, you know, I always just kind of loved that statement. Um, this is not, you know, he, he, uh, Oaks considered himself to be, you know, a musical journalist. This is not musical journalism in terms of telling you what has happened. Um, you know, you take some of the, like, you know, some of those great songs that were written in reaction to the Birmingham, um, church bombings um you know those were journalism those were telling you what happened um you know even to the extent in like nina simone's tune where where she is naming the people um you know who lost their lives in that bombing this is not specific in that way um but it's just you know it's representative of more the you know the emotional state the reaction to all of these events and and deaths and killings yeah and it it leaves you speechless. Yeah. I think at the end of the day. And yeah. This is of all the things that we've talked about on this show. And honestly, like even just like interpersonally between the two of us, we're talking about music. This has been the hardest one for me to figure out what to talk about, what to say. Like it's yeah. just. It, it ends uh, with an 18 minute piece called Piano Burning. Um, a uh, avant-garde composer, Anea Lockwood wrote it. It's based on like, it's not an original idea necessarily, but. Like, after all this, it ends in destruction, even, uh, of an object. But it also, it if you, I've heard people say that you shouldn't listen to this last track, and I completely disagree. I think you need, you have to, you can't actually pull out tracks this. You have to listen to it all the way through. But it gives you the chance to reflect on that destruction, as um, which is, again, it's like high art upon high art upon high art, and just keep stacking it. It's, this is not going to be an album that you put on often. No. This is not this is... going to be an album uh, that you put on to entertain your guests. No. It is not an enjoyable listen. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. But it is, I mean, well, it's a nourishing listen. How about that? Yeah. It's an important listen. It's a yeah. maybe even crucial listen, but it's not one that you're going to put on. I mean, you know, we, we kind of joked about that with Lonnie Holly. Like, oh, yeah, you don't put on Lonnie Holly's myth at the party, you know. Um and, or only and, if you want the party to be over. But how um, often do you listen to that? I, I go about like once a, once a season? Yeah, yeah, not frequently. Um, you know, and, and this one I'm going to put on probably even less frequently and, you know, for like slightly different reasons, but but also similarities too. And, you know, your points though, um, I, you know, I had one question for you because I know like, sure. you know, I've listened to this a fair amount now, kind of as, as much as I felt able to. Um, <laughs> but I know that you have, you know, that you listened to it before I did. You spent a little bit more yeah, time yeah. with it. Um, and some of the comments that you were just making did tie into a question that I have. And part of this is just that I feel like, you know, this ties into an issue that I have um, with a lot of albums these days. Um, you know, sometimes with some of the jazz stuff, um, definitely with a lot of hip hop stuff that's coming out these days. Um, but I wonder, and particularly, you know, the tying in with ending with an 18 minute track and stuff like that, yeah. the, and, and with what you just said about not being able to pull out certain parts, like you have to take this as one work. But it's an hour and eight minutes of really intense experience. Um, yeah. So my question, my kind of thought of this is, is there 
anything like, you know, I agree that you can't pull parts out of it. I agree that it's not something you can just listen to a track or two and feel like you understand the point. And yet, I wonder if that length does to some extent take away from the overall power of the album. Would it be more effective if it was a shorter experience that more people are then... I mean, I guess what it comes down to is I wonder really how many people are likely to spend the hour and eight minutes paying the level of attention to this album that you need to to really get it. I think, and not to be flipped, that'd be like saying only read one chapter of Between the World and Me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think this and is yet, like And Between the World and Me is a short book. It is a short book. It is a short book. But I, but I think you can't... There are some things that... Uh, this will never and should never have mass appeal. Yeah. Simply because of the subject matter. Yeah. Like, uh, because then it honestly, like this message, it cheapens it. Mm -hmm. If this is sitting right alongside Kesha, mm -hmm. <laughs> or single, uh, you know, then it, it, it tends to cheapen it. This is a thing that people have to intentionally reach for. Yeah. Uh, they are searching for something, whether it be knowledge, whether it be reinforcement, uh, some sort of spiritual thing. And, and so, yeah, no, I don't. And that, that, that's why that track piano burning is so essential to me. Now, I will say, you technically you could get away with dropping that off. Mm -hmm. So that takes it down to, what, just under yeah, 40 like minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that, and then that becomes man. Well, and you know, um, it's interesting. When you're talking about some of these literary comparisons, um, that's an interesting point because, you know, when you mentioned Between the World and Me, my first comment is, well, but hang on, like that's a short book, comparatively speaking, so mm -hmm. how do you compare that to what is a relatively long album? Um, and I guess, like, you know, sticking with the literary comparisons, um, the one book that I really think everybody in America and honestly the world needs to be reading um, – at this point is um, stamped, uh, stamped from the beginning by Ibram Kendi, um, mm -hmm. subtitled A Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America. Um, it is an absolutely stunning work um, and, you know, to my mind, probably the most important book I've read in, you know, decades. Um, it's a 600-page, very dense history book. Um, yeah. And so I have told some people, like... I get that not everyone is going to read this entire book. It is kind of a limited audience by the fact that it's that long and that dense. Um, I personally couldn't put it down, but that's, you know, to me, the fact that I was teaching at the time, you know, like all of that. Yeah. Um, but it, you can read like the introduction in a few sections and get kind of the point and purpose of his book. Um, even if you are going to get a much deeper and more like full experience if you read the whole thing, um, you know, hmm. Ibram Kendi's new book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, is much shorter and more accessible to people. So I kind of do have to say when I'm talking about and, him, which is frequently at this point, I do kind of have to say, like, if you're going to start with one of them and you're not sure, probably the shorter How to Be an Anti-Racist is the one to start with. But you miss some of that kind of essential building blocks from Stan from the beginning. I mean, do, do you think that's done by design or intentional or do you think that's just because uh, some like subliminal like some liminal talent touched him that like. You, you create something so profound that if you pull out any part of it, uh, yeah. it, it is profound. Like wonder, it, Because you know. when you do that, it's devoid of context. Yeah, yeah. Like the, if, you, the, if, you, if you just heard Club Down and oh. nothing else on this album, what the fuck would you think you were listening to? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it would not – my thought just hearing that song would not be this – yeah. full album and, and and what it really means and i think and that's know, why they released blood of the thing it's a single sure yeah 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 right maybe there are other 
singles that could have stood out in a different way if you're approaching the album in a different way. And and yeah, I mean, you know, with Kendi's work, I think he kind of needed that length to back it up because it is a history book backing up, you know, what's basically his thesis of, you know, mm-hmm. we are understanding racism in the wrong way. Um, and, you know, it completely turns our view of that on its head. Um, and you need all of that background to really understand why. Um, you know, so so maybe that's it. You need this full experience to really get it or you need um, because I will definitely say, I mean, it is 150 percent representative of my white privilege that I feel like <laughs> I have had to or, or I should say not even I've had to that I've been able to turn off this album partway through and be like, I can't deal with and escape the horror. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. I yeah. need to turn uh, this uh, off. And, that, and that's. Yeah. And the color that's... of my skin, the fact that I am a cisgender male, um, all of that does make me able to do that and that's something that i'm very aware of and you know i therefore think like okay so what do i do with this privilege um and that right you know i mean yeah people don't have the people that 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 this is representing the feelings of don't have that ability to yeah back away um, or to turn it off that's exactly right as i said when you are literally able to be murdered sitting playing video games in your bedroom you can't turn that off um and that's one yeah, of the things that our, is so terrifying. So, despite our outrage that we see that on like the news or something, like we can't uh, fathom that yeah. literal horror. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I mean. This is this is a Halloween episode, and <laughs> and, and but but Halloween is also I mean is about what all these monsters and boogeymen and everything are supposed to represent. It's supposed to remind us that if we go down an evil path that bad things happen mm-hmm. that's what all that's for that's what that's what we're scared for that's why we, and also we put on masks to celebrate that like to acknowledge that there is that evil inside of all of us right yeah but we don't often think of it in this very direct very uh, squishy very uh just blood on the floor viscera everywhere bones cracked left to die assaulted right when you thought you were safe right yeah and and i think that's the album in a nutshell i think yeah and that's why i think it's a it's an absolutely essential listen so yeah we're gonna so go out and get it kids we're gonna take a quick break and come back uh and finish this out i uh if you are and i, I mean this if you are in milwaukee and bayview and you want to come by and listen to it at my house uh, hit me up at kevin at junkielast.com and we will uh, we'll have a little listening party Cool. Right. It's not a bad one to share the experience with no. somebody else. <laughs> See if you're going to need a hug. <laughs>
games. They're just an addiction to blood is available everywhere you can buy fine records now. I hope you guys made it out of that alive. That was um, it's a hard record to listen to. It's a hard record to talk about, but I think it's an important listen message discussion point, whatever whatever you want to however you want to frame it. Uh, evil exists now in our world. It always has, but it is on the rise. And uh, we have not yet really faced that, and this is this is staring it right in the face. So, uh, congratulations to Clipping for making my favorite album of 2019, maybe the decade. They uh, this album slays, as it were. Um, and thanks to Wes for hanging out. I know this was hard on him. Uh, that is about it for this episode of Discologist. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a rating or message there. Google Cloud, Mixed Google Mixcloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, all our episodes are always up at chunkyglasses.com. That's where you'll find us on the show so- socials, at chunkyglasses. Also at osirispod.com. You can find everything up there. Uh, coming up in the next few weeks... We're going to be wrapping things up for this season nine. We'd hope to get to episode 500. I don't think we're going to do it, but we're going to be wrapping things up and uh, and looking into the best albums of the year or the albums that moved us the most. Maybe even the best albums of the decade. I haven't decided if we're going to do that, but we're going to have a interview coming up with one Ryan Walsh. Hallelujah, the Hills has a fantastic new album coming up called I'm You, so we're going to get ready for that because that's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, and also R.E.M.'s Monster is 25 so that's gonna be next week if you know me at all rem was why i'm a music fan that album destroyed my fragile little college mind and uh so yeah we're we're here for it as they say uh so there's it hope you guys survive this halloween uh we'll be back in a few short days until then be good to your ears but be better to your people talk to you soon Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>